Mac Voices Holiday Gift Guide Number 2 with Jeff Butts and Charles Edge. This is Mac Voices. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by NordVPN. Get secure and private access to the Internet with a special deal at nordvpn.com slash macvoices. This week's Mac Voices is supported by Collide. Collide is an endpoint solution that uses the most powerful untapped resource in IT, end users. Learn more at collide.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, we have another Mac Voices holiday gift guide for you today, uh, or at least the first part, because we usually split split these into two parts. Um, the idea here is to give you ideas of what you want to give or maybe get uh, during the holiday season. So sometimes it's, we help you give, and sometimes we help you tell other people what to get you. Uh, we're going to go around the table, see who's here this time around. We had one panelist who was not able to make it uh, at the last minute. Um, so we have three, but uh, including me. So that means we have two really good people and then me, too. Um, <laughs> so with that... Um, first up, Mr. Jeff Butts from the Mac Observer. Jeff, it's great to see you. Yeah, good to see you too, Chuck. Thanks for having me. Hey, thank you for being here. You're very festive uh, with the purple hair. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, looking, it's fun. Yeah, looking equally festive, but not with purple hair, Mr. Charles Edge. Charles, great right. to see you. It's good to see you too. Uh, my kid might walk by or make an appearance um in this and then you'll see the purple here i helped them do manic panic um all day last saturday so it's quite glowing purple right now oh um, nice nice mm-hmm. okay so i'm i'm the odd one out here what is manic panic it's just one of the many hair dyes but it's it's funny because when they asked me to help them with it they were like it's new to me and I've never heard of dying hair before. And I'm like, Oh, we were using the exact same shade of manic panic when I was in high school. So nothing new here. (laughs) (laughs) And then, and then I tried to explain, explain to them that this Nirvana band wasn't new either, but we'll see if they believe me at some point. (laughs) It doesn't matter as long as, as long as they're, they're going in that direction and not certain other music styles that I will I will not slander here on this show. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, it's it's that time of year where we start to look at things back at what we've purchased or what we feel like we can recommend to friends. Um, so, you know, if it's okay, we'll just keep that order. And, Jeff, that'll give you the first pick of round one. All right. Well, uh, one of my – one of my favorite gadgets these days because of how many things I have that I have to charge almost every day is a, a four in one charging stand from Hyperjuice. And this, uh, this charging stand, it supports MagSafe. It has an Apple watch charger. And then it also has two uh, Qi pads that you can put other devices on your AirPods or another iPhone that supports wireless charging or uh, <clears throat> Android phone, um, you know, whatever, whatever you might need to charge wirelessly. Okay. I love that. I frequently find myself swapping my phone and my AirPod case out for, for charging. So two, two of those ports, then I wouldn't have to touch a cable. Right. I, right. I, I always feel dirty touching cables now. <laughs> uh, you know what? I, 
for me, it's it's more. I don't really mess with cables too much because um, I've got pretty severe arthritis, and it's deformed my hands quite a bit. So trying to get the cables aligned right is always a challenge for me. I hate doing that with my iPad, but I can't get around it. They haven't they haven't brought wireless charging to the, the iPad yet. I used to feel like those the multi port chargers were something that I just used for travel, but it's gotten to the point now that I have them all over the house. Just because you well, yeah, this like one you have so many devices. Yeah, and this one sits on my on my nightstand. It never really moves, but if I need to travel and I need to take it with me, it folds flat, which makes it really easy to pack away in a suitcase. Right. Good. Good pick. Good pick. Practical for home or travel. Yep. All right. So, Charles, are you going to go with something powerful or or something else? Uh, this is something else. So I sent you the links for these so you don't have to dig them up. Um, but my first one is just a collection of gag gifts. So the links I included were for a shocking pin, a toilet paper roll that doesn't rip, a hidden cricket chirp- chirper so that you know, your friends can hear crickets every four to eight hours and (laughs) hate their life and some fart spray. Why would you feel like I need, uh, Oh no, I I need, I need almost all of those in my life. (laughs) Yep. See, you never grow out of it. (laughs) No, some of us never grow out of it. Apparently there's no question about that. And, and they're oh, well, all like you know. four or five dollars. So they also have these gift boxes on Amazon that you can um, that that are fake gifts, and so you can put them inside the fake gift box that says, you know, like uh, edible toilet cleaner, you know, or or some weird gift idea that would never really fly. Um, nice. So I, I highly recommend bundling the gag gifts inside a gag box. This from the man who's written how many very technical books on technology. I, I, oh, but how many whoopee cushions were consumed during those writing sessions? You know, <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I'm not. I don't you know, even know what to say. I'm. I'm. Um, yeah. Well, of course, you did know what manic panic is, so maybe I shouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Charles, Charles has layers. Yeah. <laughs> No, I like have an, no like doubt. an onion, why- like an onion. He has layers. <laughs> I'm so tempted to bring up some of the confessions that were happening before we started the show. And I'm, like, I'm just going to leave those there. No, no, I'm not just going to leave those alone. <laughs> Love it. And so what have I mean, you got Chuck- for us, Chuck? Okay. Oh, well, my yeah. first pick, um, my first pick is, I, I even do a little show and tell. My first pick is this. Um, this is. Um, a MagSafe attachment that you can put on a tripod, and then all you have to do is that, and your phone is on the tripod. And oh, I, nice. partic- I particularly love this for um, for photography um, because my hand is – I think my hand is steady, and the phone does a pretty good job of steadying things out. But at the end of the day, the simple fact is if I want something really sharp and really crisp – I need to have the the phone on an uh, a tripod, but it's sure. a hassle to you know to get one of those clamps and get it in there and get it leveled and all that. And with with this, you just sn- snap it on there and adjust it to uh, how you like it, and go. 
So um, it's this is from uh, Moment. Um, they make several of these, one of which comes with a cold shoe. I just got this very basic one to, to start out with. Um, but if if you have a need to mount your iPhone somewhere, oh, <laughs> apparently the uh, what? <laughs> my 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 Echo decided to talk to me right then. Thank you very much. Um, no, th- th- this is great because um, even if you even if like if I wanted to use my phone uh, as a camera, which we will be able to do with Ventura. Um, and not necessarily hook it anywhere. I can. I'll be able to mount this, you know, little little tripod right in front of me and just pop it on and off very easily. So uh, if if you're if you're into the MagSafe accessories, this is one to add to your collection. You will use it and you will love it. Does nice. it have a hinge for angle? No, for angling. No, this one does not. So, but again, you know, that's why you put get a tripod. You have some, something right. that's adjustable so that it can go any way you want. And and I don't know about you, Charles, but some of those I found to be a bit of a mixed blessing because they they always seem to be um, not at the angle I want. And trying to get them right back to exactly that right angle is tough. So this just eliminates at least one of the one of the failure points in trying to get it level for me. Yeah, anytime I'm using a tripod uh, for anything, I want to do the the panning and tilting from the tripod unless I'm automating it which uh we'll get to that with my next pick okay yeah yeah so today's edition of mac voices is supported by collide collide is a fleet visibility solution for mac windows and linux that can help you securely scale your business the challenge with endpoint security has always been that it's difficult to scale and when remote work took over that challenge got exponentially harder You need visibility into your fleet of devices in order to meet security goals and reduce service desk tickets. But how do you get that visibility when different parts of your company run on Mac, Windows, and Linux? You get Collide. Collide is an endpoint security solution that gives IT teams a single dashboard for all devices, regardless of their operating system. Collide gives you real-time access to your fleet's data and can do things that traditional MDMs can't. And instead of installing intrusive agents or locking down devices, Collide takes a user-focused approach that communicates security recommendations to your employees directly on Slack. You can answer every question you have about your fleet without intruding on your workforce. Visit collide.com slash macvoices to find out how. If you follow that link, they'll hook you up with a goodie bag just for activating a free trial. That's collide, K-O-L-I-D-E dot com slash macvoices. Again, collide.com slash Mac Voices. Thanks to Collide for their support of Mac Voices. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by NordVPN. Get secure and private access to the Internet with NordVPN. Are you missing out on your favorite show because it's not available in your region? Trying to keep your private time private? Let me introduce you to NordVPN. If you're bored with U.S. Netflix, why not take it for a spin in the U.K.? Using NordVPN and a click of a button, you can do just that. No need to travel to Japan for your favorite anime when NordVPN brings it right to you. With over 5,000 server options, no show is out of your reach. Using my link, nordvpn.com slash macvoices, you can receive a huge discount on a two-year plan plus four months free. We all love to binge, but privacy is a big deal too. 
NordVPN keeps your information encrypted, so you never have to worry about your IP or location getting out. Don't forget, there is literally no risk to you with their 30-day money-back guarantee. Give it a try, and if you like it, great. If you don't, they'll issue a refund, and you can pretend the entire situation never even happened. Check it out at nordvpn.com slash macvoices to get your subscription started today. That's nordvpn.com slash macvoices. Thanks to NordVPN for their support of Mac Voices. Um, that's a quick round one, and um, I, I'm terrified of what Charles will have for round two, so I'm going to ask Jeff to start round two. <laughs> okay, so dive right in. You know, sticking with the photography theme, um, Feutech makes a device called the Vimble 3. And I wish I'd thought to pull it out of my desk drawer before we started this, but uh, basically it is a, it's a stabilizer for your iPhone for photography. It's also a selfie stick and it's motorized. So it will track whatever you choose as your, uh, as your subject, it will track it as it moves around. Um, It also has a built-in joystick so that you can, adjust your angles, adjust your, you know, you can pan, tilt and do whatever. Uh, It acts as a remote for your iPhone camera. So you can automatically take pictures uh, just by pushing the button. It will change your, your iPhone from portrait mode to landscape mode. If you want to change your, what angle you're taking images in. Hmm. That's, I mean, that's interesting. It's a combination selfie stick with all those other capabilities and the tracking capability built in. Right. Yeah. And it'll, it'll stabilize things. I've, I've shot videos for this where I'm walking around and you can't even tell that I'm walking. Hmm. Um, it's, it's quite handy and you can attach it to a tripod. It has the, the threaded, um, threaded hole on the bottom for attaching to any standard tripod. Interesting. Wow. I'll be anxious to, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. I love that it can, go ahead. No, I was going to say spending each other's money, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, isn't that why we're here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just making a big Christmas list as we go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The kids will you know, give me my I'm own looking, socks. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry, I'm, Charles. I'm, I inter- I'm getting... Yeah. I interrupted you. What were you going to say? I was going to say it's impressive that it can uh, switch between um, between landscape and portrait. I didn't know that that was an API that Apple had made available. So that's cool. It, it's not. It physically rotates the phone. Oh, got it. <laughs> so so yeah. uh, I would say poor man's a, uh, API, but actually, since it costs money, in addition to the phone, not, not exactly. Yeah. Not exactly, yeah. <laughs> right. I love it. Okay. Well, this is turning into the photography round. Or no, that's right. I wrapped up the first round. So this is, there's nothing, there's no theme yet. Charles, are you going to create a theme, a theme for us? Well, I can tie it in. Um, so I, I wrote a little program um, that will translate a photo into a STL file, which is what you use to 3D print. So my next one would be a Creality Ender 3 3D printer, which is kind of the hacker's 3D printer of choice. Um, mm-hmm. You can get them on Amazon for about 190 or every holiday season, I see them in retail outlets 
get dropped down to about 120, which, you know, when Chuck Hull invented uh, FDM, which is what most of these printers use in 1989, these things were going for tens of thousands of dollars. And then when his patent expired in 2009, the price just plummeted into, you know, $1,000, $1,500. And now the fact that we can get the same type of stuff with better um, fidelity, I would say, with our prints, um, you know, you can get them for 120 to 200 bucks and be printing within a couple hours of setup. You can also spend up to a hundred grand if you want to do like carbon filament printing and stuff like that. But, um, yeah. but that's more for additive manufacturers. But I, I have three, um, three, four 3d printers, although usually only three work. Um, it's like, there's a redneck joke in there, but I'll leave that off to the side. Um, but I, I, you know, I, I, I do feel like every year 3d printing gets a little bit better. And so goes a little bit further out into, um, who can, how accessible it is, you know, how low friction the process is no pun intended. So I, you know, for anyone who hasn't experimented with them, it's a great little entry point. It's not that expensive. And, um, with websites like Thingiverse, you can be printing all kinds of crazy stuff, just download people's files and hit print. Um, and then I included in the link I sent, I included my own Thingiverse page, which has all the designs that I've made. So, and if Very anyone cool. wants to print completely random things, you know, and most of them have the blender files as well, if they want to make them look pretty, cause most of my stuff doesn't look pretty. Mm. I'm not a good graphic designer. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've seen, I've seen Creality 3D printers as low as $99 at um, an electronic store here in the Kansas City area, but they're always sold wow. out. Yeah, I, I, I think the first Creality that I got was 120 so that it's pretty close um i mean yeah. the the best one that i use cost about 800 bucks but it does a whole bunch of stuff that you would have to print extra parts and buy extra little things and hack together mm -hmm. with creality the great thing about creality is everything's open source so you can hack everything together that you'd want but um right. but every now and then you just want a surefire print so you know yeah um so we haven't talked a whole lot about about 3D printing or the state of 3D printing on Mac Voices, and I'm I'm curious, Charles. I mean, for you to have a bunch of them, and I know you you love to hack around with the stuff, and and that's great. But are we to the point now that we're seeing the ability to to print things that are practical for the uh, let's call it the average geek? I won't say the average home, but the average geek um, that it's no longer just something to play with; that it's actually turning into something useful. I mean, with enough skill, you know, there's still some hacking around sometimes, but I'll give you an example of something that happened yesterday, a, a piece of the hose. I have this like uh, retractable water hose in my house that was installed probably in the seventies and a little plastic piece just snapped and, and broke. And so I, I took out my iPhone, I LiDAR scanned it. So if you have an iPhone pro with a LiDAR um, scanner, then you can, you can do a 3d scan of an object. And then I converted it to an STL file and then I popped it in the printer and about 15 minutes later, cause it's tiny, uh, 
it was done printing. I put it in the hose and the hose was fixed. And I had searched around on Amazon on, you know, Home Depot looking for, you know, this little part and I couldn't find it. So in that way, it's really useful. None of the designs on my page are useful. Just to be clear, (laughs) they're all like Dungeons and Dragons miniatures or um, busts for the history of computers book that I did. So they're all completely useless other than for almost artistic or whatever, uh, or D and D purposes. So I would call that useful. Yeah. And (laughs) well, the D and D part and also the artistic is a completely valid use too. I've, I'm not sure that I've ever encountered anyone that was doing anything artistic from an artistic 3d printing standpoint. Um, Oh yeah. So what I did there for the book, I found that um, there were a lot of photos of famous people in computer science that I couldn't get rights for. So what I did is I made custom busts of some of them and then 3d printed the busts. And then I was able to take photos mm -hmm. of my own objects and put them in the book without violating someone else's intellectual property. So Mm. very cool. Yeah. I can, I have to think about that. So is taking a photo, does that, I mean, does that violate anything? I'm not, trying to challenge you i'm i'm thinking about you know where where this is going if i if i take a picture of you and decide i want to 3d print a bust of you am i violating or if you if it's a picture you took of yourself am i violating any of your rights i don't know i don't either my my lawyer said i was cool with what i was doing but beyond that i don't know (laughs) well also probably five people will buy this book so whatever (laughs) you know I think you'll sell a few more than five, but it, I mean, just the fact that you, you thought about it to go and ask your, your lawyer, uh, that's, that's just the world we live in. You have to check everything right now. It seems. I'll let you know if I get a cease and desist. Okay. <laughs> From somebody's family, maybe who's gone. Uh, um, so I'm going to pick for the second round and I, I'm going to read it. I want to make sure I get it all right. Uh, if you haven't seen this, it's the Anchor GAN Prime 65-watt charging station. It's a power strip for travel that is probably a mm, – oh, it's about this big. Um, it's got two um, AC ports on the front, one on the back. It's got uh, – s- excuse me. Do I have that right? Yeah, two AC, two USB-C, and one USB-A port all in this compact little package. A three-foot cord that wraps around it so that, again, it, it stays nice and compact. And it's GAN, mm-hmm. so it's not sucking up a lot of power or generating a lot of heat. Um, I've, I put this in my bag. It's going to live there now uh, for travel. Because I, I don't know about you guys, but it doesn't seem to matter what hotel I go into. There are never enough ports. Um, plus the fact I yeah. am not a big fan of plugging my my phone or anything just directly into the USB uh ports that are on, you know, the lamp or whatever, because you just never know, you know, who wired that in. And if you really get paranoid, you know, some of the things in the airports, you know, is, is there anything on the other side of them trying to take your data out? So I like to have control. I like to plug into an AC port because as far as I know, that hasn't been hacked yet. Um, And this is from Anchor. So, you know, it's going to be, you know, really good quality. It seems like Anchor shows up more than just about anybody else. Um, in the Mac Voices gift guides, um, this uh, is on Amazon. It's about seventy bucks, sixty nine ninety nine, and it's just 
it's if if it's possible to have a new favorite power strip, this is my new favorite power strip. Cool. So if you if you need to travel. All right, so that's two rounds. So usually at this point, I kind of warn folks that if you have a list, you have to really start thinking because there are only two picks left. Um, but if you only came with four or five picks, then it's easy. Charles and Jeff are back in the next edition of Mac Voices to finish up gift guide number two. And as you would expect, the unexpected. Until then, I'm Chuck Joyner. This is Mac Voices. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode you will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.